No, there are plenty of worse dog breeds. The Pekingese, they look cute and cuddly, but their fluff doesn't fool me. They're frisky, they're yappy, they're mean. I think Rottweilers are overrated. They're big and bulking and slobby. And don't even get me started on a sharp hay. Oh, look at all the wrinkles. What a beautiful, cuddly, wrinkly dog. No. Dachshund. That's the only dog that matters. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. <laughs> My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. And that's the end of dog talk for the day. It looks like I got the last word. Dachshunds. Wonderful. Little wiener dogs. Happy Halloweener, <laughs> as you said earlier. No one can spell the name. Oh, everyone. It's easy to spell the name. It's not that difficult. Dachshund. Then why don't you try to spell Caucasian off chart? No one knows what that dog is. That's not a real dog. It is a real <laughs> Nobody- dog. Nobody has a Caucasian Malamute or whatever you called it. Of Charka. It's a breathtaking dog. It's an absolute brute. It resembles a lion, some people say, but I don't see it. It looks like a scar from the Lion King, if it's any kind of lion. A sickly, mangy lion. But that's still even stretching it. What about a Fila Brasileiro? Can you spell that? What is it? A Fila Brasileiro. Fila Brasileiro? Yeah, try to spell it. Is it P-H-I-L-A? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. No, it's F-I-L-A? Yes. F-I-L-A. B-R-A. B-R-A-Z-I. Nope, nope, nope. B-R-A-S-I-L-E-I-R-O. Brasileiro. So, Dachshund. That was your pronunciation that was wrong. No, no. That was if you said Brasileiro, that's the way I spelled it. <laughs> Dachshund, very simple to spell. And you can all just also just say we know. hound. They're cute. They're cute. Mm-hmm. Good. Great. Love that. I think they're the best dog breed out of all the breeds. Because they're little, they don't take up all they don't meet they don't have big dumps. That's why. Big dogs have big dumps. I agree. I never said that I like a big dog. And so as far as the little dogs go, the little toy dogs and the terriers, yeah. this dog used to fight badgers. Badgers are very mean. So way to go. Not they're not mean. They're really tough and awesome. Why would you get a dog that kills a badger when a badger kills the snakes and things? In your no, no. Badgers garden? are a menace to your garden and to society, and you have to chase them out of their holes. Wait, so next time you need, you know, a badger out of your house, get a dog sound. Fila Brasileiro. Huh. Fila Brasileiro. That's what I said. Fila Brasileiro. I never trust those robot pronunciations anyway. <laughs> I really don't. Because how are they? They're just reading it the way that it's spelled out, not necessarily the way that it was intended to be pronounced in the language it's from, you know? Fila Brasileiro. All right, Jared. <laughs> I invented that, by the way. Yeah, I know. I invented using text-to-speech on the air in 2005. You invented it? Yeah, I invented it. There's no other radio DJs at the time doing that. 
AT&T Natural Voices, baby. When only there was Crystal. Crystal was the only option. And then they expanded their roster to like six different voices. But I still stuck with Crystal for the most part. And then suddenly Jared's <laughs> using it 20 years later. Unbelievable. Yeah. Acting like... And for when we don't really need the pronunciation, it's usually just for the meaning of a word. Acting like he's breaking new ground. Anyway, what did you say? Happy Halloweener. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it alone. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna criticize your wordplay. I think it's cute, just like a dachshund. <laughs> oh no! I don't know what to think now. <laughs> Unless you look up the T-shirts that say "Happy Halloweener" and there's an arrow pointing down to the crotch area. Yeah, pedophile. People love that kind of stuff. I don't know. I think it's funny, like the big Johnson t-shirts. Oh, boy. So what's going on? What's, uh, what's, well, they just Halloween. Yeah. Tonight was Halloween. Took the kids out. The show's late. What's that? The show's late. But that's not because of Halloween. That's because of Jared's wedding. So what did you do? How much candy was gained tonight? Oh, I went through their their candy and I, uh, took some choice pieces out they didn't protest about it at all they're just like okay they have so much candy it was awesome yeah was there well what was the trunk or treating did that happen this year um i'm sure there was an opportunity where we could trunk or treat but it was like at a church down the road i didn't participate in that i feel like there's many opportunities now you trunk or treat Mm -hmm. then you trick or treat and the kids were all out today before it got dark. Is that the new thing? You go out before it gets dark? Oh, no. We went out um, when it was just starting to get dark. I don't know. Maybe it's different in New York because while there are people who give out candy in the houses, the apartment buildings, they're uh-huh. usually sitting outside. You don't just go ring the doorbells. Oh, yeah. You don't go in a building So through the halls. <laughs> I mean, if you live in a big elevator building, I'm sure that... There's something set up. It's like, hey, go around. You know, there's 300 apartments in this building. Go to the mall. It's the Dakota. You think everyone's rich? If if you're in the Dakota and you don't get full size candy bars, I'd be pissed. You think John Lennon would have handed out candy? Yoko. (laughs) She would hand out like um, little pieces of paper that say like dream. (laughs) I wonder if they. We're handing out candy in their apartment building. But no, for the most part, it's businesses. Businesses will hand out candy here. And maybe mm-hmm. it starts early because some places close. I don't know. I just thought it, I went out at 530 and the streets were packed. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. 530 is early. That's what I thought. I thought it was very early. Mm-hmm. It is. And then all the parents were dressed up too. My parents never dressed up. Uh, I dressed up. I just have a skeleton like... Um, like bodysuit that I wear. Like well, uh, that I wore. I, I wore last year, and then last minute I put it on before I went out. Like what's his name in the Phantom of the Opera? Who? <laughs> I don't know which one of when the the opening of the second act. Andre. Oh. I don't know which one's wearing the the skeleton suit. Um. Yeah, I don't remember either. Uh. Yes, just like that. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, Andre or what's his other guy's name? Fama. 
Well, the show's closing. It is. Uh, I saw the. It is official. Yeah, it's official. Phantom of the Opera closing on Broadway after its 35th year. It's going to celebrate its 35th anniversary in the United States. Then it's going to play for a few more weeks. And then I'm going to shut it down. Oh, my God. It's done. And it, All things must pass. There's this idea that it's going to come back. Why? Well, the same thing happened in London. Technically, it shut down. But because it was huh? during COVID, it, it there weren't... There wasn't a lack of shows. I mean, there was across the board because all of theater was shut down. But they shut down the official production. They made some changes. They scaled back the orchestra. And hmm. they cheapened the production. I went to see it when I was in London. and it didn't really Oh, look, yeah. You told me about that. It didn't look too much different. And there were some changes that were interesting to me. Very small, minor changes. But the set was the same. You know, it's still on its first run, so... Changing the set in any way is not something that anyone was allowed to do. It's first run here on Broadway. Right. So shutting it down, you would think, all right, we're going to reinvent some of the stuff. But they didn't do that in London. It reopened and you wouldn't really know that it was a different production. The second run of, uh, uh, what is it called when a show, a revival. Oh, weird. <laughs> So there's a, yeah. there's an idea they're going to do the same thing here in New York, but it's actually going to be shut down for a bit, and they don't want to announce that because then the interest that's been stirred and the end of Phantom would die down. I don't know if they. Oh, I see. I don't know if they use the same theater. The Majestic's a very big theater, and they may want to find a smaller theater. And then I was reading about how any new production's not going to want to go to the Majestic because it's going to take so much renovation since because oh, it's just been the same for so long yeah and they built a lot of stuff all the trap doors and the stage right. and all the stuff like the candelabras that go under the stage and i don't know interesting it'll be interesting but it's uh the shithead producer who decided no, i'm not making enough money i want more money from my pockets which producer i don't remember who's producing it now he's the same guy who did this in london though hmm. um what changes did they make in London that you liked? Who is producing this now? What's that? I was just—I just couldn't remember. Is it Cameron? No. Is it Macintosh? Is it Cameron Macintosh making this choice? Nah, there was just a, a few small things. I, don't, I mean, most people don't—they know of Phantom of the Opera. I don't think they know it well enough. And that if I document these changes right now, it's going to be very interesting to them. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's fine. You can ask the question. Uh, I, I just don't know if it's worth running through the production is also, we are sad to confirm. Yeah. Maybe it is this Cameron Macintosh. He's already rich as fuck, but I want more. <laughs> it's always never enough, never enough. Just like getting candy. And when I was a kid, I would go to the neighborhoods that were across the way, across the busy streets, not my neighborhood. I cut through forests to get to neighboring neighborhoods. Uh-huh. And have the biggest pillowcase you've ever seen, and I'd fill that fucker with candy. It's like Garfield. He went across the, he went on the river to go to the other neighborhood, but he told, uh, uh, what's his dog's name? Odie. Odie, thank you. He told Odie to put out the oars, and so he just threw them in the water. And then he's like, I want my mommy. Then he met that guy. That spooky castle. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Really? 
Garfield Halloween special? No, I never saw it. Oh, man. It was my favorite. And I think my mom recorded it on uh, VHS. And I would watch it every Halloween. And now it's on YouTube and I watch that. And sometimes I make the kids watch the version on YouTube that ha- includes the commercials because they're the same commercials that I remember. Like the Teddy Ruxpin that talks like it's a real shy kid bringing you like going up for show and tell. And he's like, they're from like New Jersey or something. He's like, I want to talk about my daddy rocks. And everyone's laughing that he has like a teddy bear. But then it's like, hi, I'm Teddy Ruxpin. And they're like, whoa. And then the guy from Perfect Strangers does the Skippy peanut butter commercial. And he goes to sleep in the sandwich. Which one, Balky or Larry? No, the other one. Larry. Larry. Larry, who's on She-Hulk. He's She-Hulk's dad. Oh, how's he look? He's old. Yeah? Does he look like himself? No, you can tell it's him, but he looks old. Because he does kind of have like a young face. Like, um, Not young, like a, a face that stays the same age, seemingly. Like on, on Perfect Strangers, he could have been 40 or... I think he like was supposed 29. to be. I think he was supposed to be pretty young because he was leaving home, going to the big city. Mark yeah. Lynn Baker, Larry Appleton was the character's name. So Mark Lynn Baker these days is sixty-eight. My God. My God. So when was Perfect Strangers on? Perfect Strangers was on in eighty-six. It debuted in March of eighty-six, and so if he was born in fifty-four. He was thirty-two. In the yeah, I don't know well, I, I don't know if the character was supposed to be thirty-two, but he was thirty-two when the show was on the hmm. air. He just looks like a guy that has the same age face for a long time. So, do your kids watch the Curious George Halloween? Oh, uh, we used to. Uh, the Halloween one is way better than the Christmas one. It was something. What is the 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 thing in the Halloween? It's like a hat. They blow the 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 ghost like blows the hat off your head. <laughs> Doesn't have a name. Yeah, what? What's the name of the thing? Yeah, it's um. It's a scarecrow called No Something. Yeah, No Noggin. Oh yeah, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, <laughs> it's all coming back. Um, do you remember the song? I probably would remember the song. I. He's like you. Sp- Spooky. And when I dated Jessica. Right. Her kid. Arrow was watching it. Yeah, we'd watch it quite often. Mm-hmm. And it's all blocked from my brain. But I could pull it back up if you I know. I want the I want the song. George's spooky Halloween, but I don't know what the song is. How many songs are there? Are there multiple songs in there? Well, he sings a song, I think, about No Noggin. Like the the de- the the yellow man in the yellow hat, and then I I might be conflating it with the Christmas one, but I think there's like a real jazzy guy that sings a song in the Halloween one, but then the Christmas one is like the 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 girl that owns that dog that's a real pain in the ass, like she's trying to write a song, and and if you're a monkey, come. Remember that? No. <laughs> the Christmas ones, it wasn't as good. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pull up. Does uh, quick? Does Curious George have a tail? 
No. But so many people thought he did. No, he doesn't. They thought he did. The Mandela effect ah! in full force. Are you telling me <laughs> Curious George didn't have a tail? Yes, of course he had a tail. Mm, no, he didn't have a tail. That was just your brain filling in the blanks, maybe. Not your, the royal you. <laughs> that one to me is not so wild. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Fuck is right. <laughs> that one is uh, not so wild to me. Like, you know, over time, you forget things, or maybe it's not a thing that you noticed, and thinking a monkey has a tail when it didn't have a tail in the books, who cares? Not a big deal. I don't know why people act so shocked. I, yeah, I feel like sometimes when you're told about Mandela effects under the heading of these are Mandela effects, you're like, oh, yeah. And your brain is like, yeah, there was a tail. And when it's like, maybe if you had just been asked straight out of the blue without any context, you'd be like, no, he doesn't have a tail. Just like he did to me. The Mandela effect, I was reading about it a bit, the uh, more recent phenomenon. And a lot of the things that are talked about or presented as examples of the Mandela effect. Granted, they range more than the 90s, but uh, Nelson Mandela himself, I don't know where the fuck this came from, but this idea that he died in jail despite the fact he became president of South Africa, which was a pretty fucking big deal, ending apartheid and all of that. But this idea that he died in jail, um, you know, in the 90s, the internet was up, it wasn't easily accessible and people would have conversations about things and you couldn't know an answer for sure. You would just have to kind of work through it. There would be some people who settled on one thing. Maybe some people settled on another thing as an answer. Nobody could prove the other person right or wrong. Maybe sometimes everyone was convinced of something and then you just left it at that. Like there, it was okay. Right. Like these days it feels very unsettling to not know the answer. So you have to look things up. But back then it was, well, what are we going to do? Okay. And you would just end the conversation. And because of that, it makes sense that a lot of things were introduced to people that weren't correct. Especially I get that, but I think some people with that specific Mandela thing that they think they remember seeing it on the, like the headline of a newspaper. Yeah. I don't know what they're confusing it with or where that came yeah. from. I mean, he was in jail and he was there for quite a while. Um, I don't know if it was just filling in the blanks, though, at that point. Oh, of course he died in jail. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I didn't really even know who Mandela was until I heard about something called the Mandela effect. <laughs> well, it's born out of that egregious example. Right. I mean, he was in jail for 27 years, so it's a long time. And I can right. see how, oh, he was in prison because he was uh, trying to end apartheid and create you know, equality in his home country. God right. forbid. And then yeah. it makes this it makes this. I mean, the actual ending of the story is better in right. that he became president and did the things he wanted to do. But for whatever reason, so many people thought, oh, no, he died in jail. Huh? Yeah. No. I mean, that was a big thing, despite that I'm bringing up the example of the Internet with Curious George and his fucking tail. But 
that was nationally televised. I think it was a big fucking deal when he was sworn in as president. Maybe it was um, when he was becoming president. That's when people were like, I thought he died in jail. I think, yeah, I think there's this misconception that the televised event was his funeral. Oh, really? Well, maybe that's where it came from. I don't know if there was something else happening at the time. Maybe some other high profile death and the two got mixed. But the Mandela effect's not going to be a thing that necessarily happens anymore because you have all this information at your fingertips. And, you know, I used to think it was cool. I was like, I'm going to look that up now. Let's figure this out. But at some point it felt like a novel thing and not everyone was doing it. And now we're at the point where everyone's got to look things up immediately and get the right answer, which sure it's beneficial. It's nice, but I do feel like there's something lost. I do too. I think when you look something up immediately, it does two things. A, it does not, um, it doesn't, you don't remember it then, right? Because it's such a surface level piece of information and you know you can access it later, so you don't need to retain it. And then it also just shuts down the conversation immediately, right? You're like, where was Tom Petty born? You know, like maybe this is something. And then if you look it up, you're like, oh, Colorado. (laughs) Or you could be like, where was he born? I think it was like somewhere in the, was it like in the Midwest? Like, oh no, because he sang about it in that song. Remember that song? You know what I'm saying? And then there's a whole conversation that gets to keep going. All this misinformation is spread. Though the funny thing is, despite having the internet and the ability to find the correct information, Tom Petty born in Gainesville, Florida, for example. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> There, there is so much fucking in, in, in misinformation that's just easily spread because now we're at the point where people just see it online. Like, yeah, of course, that's true. That's right. And they don't do the further research to figure out right. if it so, is true or not. Yeah. The first thing you see is Colorado because of like some little joke that <laughs> I am playing. And they're like, oh, he's born in Colorado. The Mandela effect. Tom Petty's not born in Colorado. No, it's Gainesville. Oh, my fucking God. Hey. Uh, Mandela effect. Bringing this back to Halloween, this this can is it is it? Am I going crazy? Didn't fucking drugstores? And I I'm cursing. I know it seems like it's not needed to th- to throw fucking in front of drugstore, but when okay. you hear the point of my story, I'm outraged by this. Am I crazy? Or in the past, did drugstores like CVS, Walgreens, Eckerd back in the day didn't they sell yeah. Halloween candy for fifty percent off? The day after Halloween. Wasn't that a of thing? Course. That was a, well, two years in a row now. You go to the drugstore. I went to the CVS today. Gone. Missing from the shelves. Not a trace of Halloween candy <gasps> to be found. What? And I don't know if this is a new trend just here. Or when I say new trend, if it's a new trend everywhere. Or if this is just a thing that happens here. But that is insane. Maybe it's just gone. Maybe they sold it out. There was so much of it. There was so much candy. They were selling it yeah. for buy one, get one free there was, you know, the, it's priced. The price of it is pretty insane. Thirty dollar bag of candy. What? Thirty dollars? Yeah, some of the big bags. One of the good bags. It doesn't have almond joy and mounds in it. What? Those are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> those those can get up yeah. to be thirty dollars. But I mean, there's still plenty of bags that are six dollars. And I was buying the Reese's peanut butter ghosts and then the bats. So those were hmm. nice and delicious. And those were only $6 a bag. But yeah, it's, it's 
missing. There's not a trace of it. And Ow. I assume that there's going to be leftover candy. So what do they do at that point? Why wouldn't they sell it for 50% off? They just put it on the shelf and sell it again next year. Hmm. I wonder if they give it all to like TJ Maxx, <laughs> you know, and then they sell it in those weird like checkout lines. <gasps> oh, or big lots. I don't. That seems because you're still if you're selling it to big lots, you're still selling it at a discounted price. So why don't you sell it directly to your consumer? The person who comes in your store for a discounted price. You might still be able to make more off of it being sold in bulk to, you know, it's it's guaranteed out of your uh, inventory. Well, how about you have any plans to go to the drugstore? Uh, yeah, sure. I just want to know if this is happening elsewhere. Well, you know, I think I was there on. No, oh, Thursday. And I think I saw it discounted then. Like I saw some of the Halloween stuff put over in like the discounted area. All right, then maybe they did sell it, but I find it a little suspicious that all of it's gone. Not even one singular Reese's pumpkin. What about a, a different drugstore? Have you looked at all the drugstores? I went to the Walgreens. So last year on Halloween... I was out and I was like, oh, I'm coming home. And that's when the neighbors who live below us, there were two kids who lived there. Right. Um, and I wanted to give them candy because we missed it when they went trick or treating. I was like, oh, I'll go buy some. I'll keep most of it. I'll give them some. There was none. There was nothing to be found. I bought them wow. full size candy bars at that point. Oh, that's even better, though. And I just left it at the door. I said, <laughs> and then I texted their dad and said, have them open the door. And I guess they were excited. I bet. That'd be really exciting. They were also excited that I hung Christmas lights around the door f frame last year. Aww. They came home and the lights were up. The cheap plastic. It was the big bulb lights. The colorful big bulb. But I, wanted oh, the, I want vintage. the glass ones. No, they're not vintage. Well, vintage looking. Yeah, but they're plastic. I want the actual vintage ones. Can you get them? Do they exist to be purchased? Uh, you could probably find them on eBay or something. I don't know if they make them new anymore. Oh my God, speaking of eBay, we need to thank the people that sent me money. <laughs> oh yeah, how much money did you end up getting? Well, hold on, I should have I should have pulled it out. I kind of forgot. Uh, let's see. Last time I saw it was like 50, you sent me a screenshot. It was like $53 or something. It's it was It's more now. It kept going up, huh? I asked yeah, you. Yeah, it went up. I said, are you getting more? You said, nah. Huh, trying to pull a fast one. No, I, I wasn't at the time. But then I got more. <laughs> you, you can keep it all. I don't need it. Thank you. You need it more than I How do. do. I, like, look at my like transactions. Even though you do work another job and make buku bucks. How do you spell buku? <laughs> um. Uh, mm. Well, it's a bastardization, isn't it, of um something Vietnamese. Is it? Yeah, it came from uh, the war in Vietnam. Uh, the slang term buku, see, look, I'm looking it up now instead of us having a debate, is derived from the French word buku, which has the same meaning, B-E-A-U-C-O-U-P. Hmm. And we spell it B-O-O-K-O-O. Buku bucks. But I said I shut down your conversation about...
Vietnam. Oh, okay. Because it was a former French colony in Vietnam. That's why. What is this beast barking at? Nah, he's just a barking dog, dude. It's that dachshund in him. Yeah, <laughs> sure. The greatest dog around. Yeah. Because yeah, as far as small dogs go, it's a hound dog. What a wonderful type of dog. It's not a toy dog. It's not a tea My cup. dog, I think, I don't think he's a, is he a toy dog breed? I don't know what yours is. Yours is a oh, mongrel. I, pro- I need to close my, um... My patio door, because he probably hears things outside, and he's barking at that. You should go do it. I'm gonna. Uh, you should run. I'll time you. Hold on, let me get. The okay, timer. good. And I'll look up. I'll get my thing done. Hold on. I'll be right back. Well, I hadn't started the stopwatch. Baby, baby, interrupting the show, baby. Never mind the listeners who want a listening experience that doesn't have a dog barking in the background. Deal with it. He's a barking dog. What do you expect? I expect you to have a dog. Uh, not that, not a dog that doesn't bark, but a dog that, uh, you can put somewhere. It won't interrupt a show. Brilliant show called One Topic. It apparently isn't just focused on one topic anymore. It's kind of like Halloween. We're talking about Halloween mostly. 37 seconds. You back? You settled? No, not yet. Headphones. All right. It took longer. Because I found... Yeah, it took 48 seconds. 48.17. Well, because he got into my the suitcase that was open and he pulled something out that I didn't want him to get to. <laughs> what was it? It was the thing that I took for Ellie and Pete from the wedding, that light up thing. Oh, that thing. So it's been chewed. Just one of them, I think. Which is pretty fucking annoying. Yeah, they were just... They could probably find them online for cheap. I know, but they liked them. You're right. I guess I, to, I could replace them. But anyway, <laughs> I cannot find. I think it was like. Shoot. How do I. F- I don't know how things work. Hold on. Let's go to your cash app. You were just. I am. Was that you were shelling. So, but I, I cashed out. Shilling. What is it? What do you call it? Shilling? Yeah. When you're. Selling something. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, what did you get? Well, right now there's um, $43. No, no. Oh, but so you cashed out already. So that's on top right. of. Right, and I think before that, I think it was like 92 Wow. I know. You are fun, a fucking sneaky son of a bitch. Me? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm going back to the text now. You sent me a picture. Well, that was before, and then I got, and then people sent more money, and I was so excited. Oh, you had sixty-two dollars at first. Yeah, and then you sent me a mm-hmm. screenshot, and then I asked you the next day, hours and hours later, did you get more? Ha ha, no. Well, I didn't at the time. <laughs> so Mandela oh, okay, so effect. So this was the sixty-two. You forgot from what? The Mandela effect. You thought you told me. All the money that you got, but it comes to light that you didn't. So on October 24th at 11 p.m., that's when I got more money after I had told you the 62. Oh, good for you. What are you going to spend it on? Well, I not discounted, some of them were, not discounted uh-huh. candy. Nope, not discount candy. Um, uh, I did buy the uh, Austin Powers watch because some of the people that sent the money said 
this is for that Austin Powers watch. <laughs> what did that cost? Oh, it was like twenty three dollars or something, including shipping. You needed something and else. And then other you people didn't... said it was for um, Jared's wedding gift. So I'm gonna I'm gonna buy him a wedding gift, and then I'll also use part of this money to buy him another gift for them. Wait, so you're getting him two gifts? Maybe one of those gifts should come from me. Okay, let's do that. I like that you bought the Austin Powers. You didn't need something else like laundry detergent. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, it was for fun. It was for fun money. That's expensive stuff, that laundry detergent. Dishwasher detergent. I forget that no. you don't forget you mm. don't use the dishwasher even though it, <laughs> it uses less. I'm using less, it all the time now. It uses less water than hand washing. All right. I want to say thank you to Caitlin Rogers, James Reed, Ryan Humans, Donald Lampley, David Funk, Joseph, and Tyler Bailstein. Bielstein. Biel How do you spell it? B E no B I E L S T E I N. So I think E I N is Stein is Stein, and then B I E is Biel Bielstein Bielstein. Tyler, you Bielstein. tell us if that's right. Bielstein. Bale. Well, we'll see. Bale Stein. <laughs> AT&T natural voices. I wonder if they still exist. Oh, this is way up. Like This is evolved. Now there's my crystal still around though. Mike, Crystal, Julia, Lauren, Mel. Let's hear a sample of crystal. With both male and female voices, the professional 16 kilohertz. There she is. That was wow. that. That was my favorite voice. Version of natural voices using text aloud MP3 creates the most realistic sounding computer voices ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> text aloud MP3 with the professional 16 kilohertz version of natural voices sounds great. <laughs> Hi, this is Julia, the new AT&T natural voice available from www.nextup.com. With 16 kilohertz sound quality built on the world's best text-to-speech engine, I add a new personality to nextup.com's software. Thank you, Julia. Here's Lauren. Hi, this is Lauren, the new AT&T natural voice available from www. All right, that's fine. Well, I want to hear Mel. We can stop. Hi, this is Mel, the new AT&T natural voice available from www.nextup.com. Double blah, 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 blah. Hi, this is Mel, the new AT&T natural voice available from www.nextup.com. With 16 kilohertz sound quality built on the world's best text-to-speech engine, I add a new personality to nextup.com software and can't provide your computer with natural-sounding speech. The most natural-sounding speech around. Oh, yeah. Um, so TikTok has a new thing where it it will change your voice to the TikTok voice option that it has. So like before you could put some text on the screen, like my dog won't stop chewing on this thing. And it, and then you can make the option for it to speak it. And so like my dog won't stop chewing on this thing. Right. And now you can turn on that voice thing for your own voice. So people are like recording the television and like having the 
having her say the things on the TV. So it's like, um, uh, you know, it'll be like Mel Brooks, you know, and but and instead of Mel Brooks's voice, it'll be the lady who's talking like this. <laughs> and it sounds so good. That's a real person, things, right? That's a real so bad. But that's a real person. Yeah, but that's those. That voice isn't a real person? Yeah, that voice is a real person. Like, I know at this point it's AI. I don't know if they've just collected a bunch of samples of her voice. But I read something about, I think her name was Kat. Uh-huh. And whoever the voice of TikTok was. I don't, uh, again, I, I don't know. I don't, I can't speak to it more than that. I don't know if she wanted her voice to be the voice of TikTok. I don't know if it just happened. But yes, oh. you thought it was a strictly AI voice. No. Okay. So I thought that the, what is the AT&T real voice thing? I thought that that was a collection of, of a real person's voice. No, I think those are totally computer generated. Oh, I see now. Well, then that's pretty impressive. That could be wrong. Because I thought it sounded bad. Those do sound bad. Well, I know, but it's pretty good when it's just completely made up. It's not anyone's actual real voice at but all. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's impossible to do, and I'm talking on my ass. I can't speak to the technical side of it or how they got it going. I just always like to think that it was straight-up robot and not a real person, but maybe that doesn't make sense. Maybe they uh, need to have a baseline. They have to have a voice that provides the inspiration for Crystal. Yeah, like the lady that does C for Siri. Yeah. Or the voice of the New York City subway. What's that sound like? Well, there's two of them. Well, there's actually three. There's a voice. A woman does the station announcements. And then there's the guy who says, stand clear of the closing doors, please. And then... Oh, he's like, stand clear of the closing doors, please. Yeah, and on the lettered trains, there's one voice. And on the numbered trains, it's a different woman's voice. And she sounds like a mean teacher to me. Ooh, what does she sound like? Can you do it? No, nah, you know me. Can't do any impressions. You're shit out of luck. <laughs> S O L. S O L. And so the, the Halloween parade's happening now in the village. I'm missing it. Not that I used so, to. I heard you talk about it on the sh on the uh, radio show, and I feel like you kind of complained about it, but didn't you like? do security or something for it for like many years in a row. I used to go with Albanese and yeah. one of his friends produced the show for New York one, the 24 hour news network on spectrum cable only. Ooh. And one of the, like the hosts, it's funny. I think most of the country doesn't know these people, but they show up in all kinds of movies, any movie set in New York, but they're also in the Marvel universe the cinematic universe. And the anchors from New York one show up everywhere. That is this really, straight, yeah, which is cool for them. But they broadcast New York One broadcasts the Halloween parade every year, and it they march up Sixth Avenue through the village. And there's a spot where the TV cameras are always set up on Greenwich Street and and Sixth Avenue. And the uh, they want like the the people on TV who have the choreographed dances or they have a big float or, you know, they put a lot of effort mm -hmm. in and they want to show those people off. But because anyone can march in the parade, you've got the people who will clog up the whole system 
because they get to the TV spot and they'll stand there and they'll dance and they'll try to get their their 15 seconds of local cable only news fame. And as a marshal of the parade, it's not the kind of marshal you think of where you're marching and leading the way. Mm-hmm. You tell people to keep moving, like move, go, move. And then you help coordinate the bigger acts and you say, all right, you hang here. Uh, this is what's going to happen. You kind of talk in their ear as this is, because you know, it's all live and happening right. on the fly. And then you help guide them through when their time is up. And it was fun. You didn't have to get dressed up and you got to be in the middle of the parade. Though you did take abuse quite often because the people who wanted to dance and because you only had a cheap laminate badge, like who the fuck are you? Some people <laughs> right. get, some people get very confrontational and seemingly would want to punch you. And you'd flash your little badge. And most people at that point were fine. Plus, there's plenty of cops around. And the cops knew what our job was. And you know, they're collecting overtime. What a gig. All the cops like, hey, we need a lot of presents out tonight for the Halloween parade. You all go get overtime. You're going to get your overtime. <laughs> I don't know how much money it fucking costs <laughs> to have them around. So, you no, know, I used to go hang out for that. And I thought that was fun. But itself especially when i lived in the village it was fucking insane because the streets are clogged everyone's having a good time but it's so many people that i feel like it can't be a good time so i used to get what i would need for the night i'd get a good sandwich i'd get you know seltzer and i'd fucking lock myself in my apartment it did it felt like uh the purge not that i've ever really seen those movies but you know i know the premise of them right and it's like all right you're not coming out until tomorrow Stay inside, lock yourself in, be safe. Because the few times I did venture out, I would go to the pizza place and they would cover up their menu with a big piece of paper like you would find at a doctor's office on the bench oh, that you lay on. why would they do that? Because they would hand draw a new menu and it'd say special Halloween prices and everything would be a dollar more. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> and they'd rip people off. <laughs> would they give you the different price because they knew you from around? I do think that the one time I went in, they did, but it also was such a pain in the ass to get the the slice. I thought never again. And that's <laughs> never when I again. that's when I started preparing. <laughs> so that's happening, okay. but that's a big celebration, and I guess it's cool that uh, Halloween is a, a big deal here, and yeah. it is it is fun, like a parade that anyone can march in, and then a lot of people yeah, line the streets, it's, and it's sweet. You know, every kid. You know, even if you're past Halloween, it's still fun to see kids enjoying Halloween. Sure. I don't I don't deny that. I think with Halloween, the big thing for me was dressing up was stressful. I wanted to do something good. Yeah. And when I was Tony Clifton that one year, I matched it perfectly. And I thought I'm never and like that was just I knew what I wanted to do, but I went to some big warehouse in Atlanta that had costumes and I found exactly what I needed and it all came together perfectly. And I thought this will never ever happen again. Or if it does, I'm going to have to put in a lot of effort and I don't want to do that. So, but sometimes that's the fun of it is putting it together and figuring it all out. That's the end. I, I went out on a high note and I stopped dressing yeah. up. Well, I kept dressing up as the same thing every year at that point. Something that wouldn't fly these days. No, it would not. I said, <laughs> well, it was, <laughs> It was pretty much the same character, which is making fun of people like this, not pretending right. that they're cool, but 
the same character I did for the roller derby when I was announcing the roller derby in Atlanta. I was Vance the Legend Donahue, and I would my hair was pretty long at the time, but because it was curly, it was more of a fro. But if you slicked it back, it was pretty long, and I could put it in a little ponytail, not, not a big one. <laughs> I would slick my hair back, and I would put on that vest with all the zippers, which if you ever watch the Michael Jackson Beat It video, he's wearing a red jacket with a bunch of zippers. I had the same one, except it was black. And I, it's a vest because the sleeves would zip off, and I don't know where the sleeves were. So it was only a vest. And I would wear that and the Gino Venucci acid watch patched up jeans from the 80s. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was Vance the Legend Donahue, and I was a legend because I had had sex with, I forget what number I made up, hundreds of women unprotected and never contracted an STD or gotten anyone Sweet. pregnant. <laughs> and then one year here in New York, like there was a big holiday concert, the radio station put on and I just put the same outfit on. And the next day, Leslie, Leslie Fram wrote an email. It's like, great to see everyone last night. And she started listing the costumes. Like, and Greg was the child molester. I'm like, that's that. No, oh. no. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not what it was. Not that what it was, was better. I mean, it was better, I guess. For, that's comparing the two. Yeah, it's not exactly because it was it was consensual. Kind of, but not the, like in this in this world, this guy had conse- consensual sex at least. Oh, okay. In your yeah. in this, the character has had consensual sex. He wasn't a sexual predator, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this idea that was a child molester. Yeah, but you did look like a a creep, but yeah, that was so. that was. The point was, it was a creepy-looking dude who should has no business charming anyone. Somehow was able to have sex with all these. That they would modify it these days. I'd say people. It wouldn't just be women. He just oh, Vance the legend Donahue would have sex with everyone. Because he's a legend. Men and women. There's no stopping him. Hmm. But, you know, it was a different time. So you dressed up in a skeleton suit. Yep. Pretty cool. And where were you last year? Same. I just, because it was really last minute since I just got back last night um, from Jared's wedding. So I did not procure an outfit for tonight. I just threw this on and went out. And also, um, I wasn't going to sort of lead the um, trick-or-treating business. You know, it's Travis's week, so... He has the kids, but um, he realized that this like all day meeting that he had, which is just like this review of these papers or these publishers or something that uh, thrilling they were on California time. And so this thing wasn't going to end until 8 p.m. So he was like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to take him trick or treating. So I had to. So I picked him up from school and um, they stayed here and then we went trick or treating and then I dropped them off at his house. And you stole their candy. Yeah. I got a sugar daddy. <laughs> you know, remember those sugar daddies? Yeah, but I have crowns and fillings and rip those right out. Well, you don't bite them. You just suck on them. I'm impatient. How long does it take? <laughs> it didn't take that long. It took me like maybe like a, like a how long does it take you to get through like a blow pop? 15 seconds. Oh, you bite into it. Yeah, I don't want to suck on it. And then the, the stick gets all soggy. <laughs> well, yeah, it took me maybe, I don't know, 
10 minutes to get through the sugar baby, sugar, well, the sugar daddy. I don't think they have sugar babies anymore. Wait, so what's the difference? One is small, one's big. What's the one on a stick, a sugar daddy? Oh, is that what the difference is? I don't, I, I okay, I bet you're right. That makes sense. I'm not going to look it up. We can just I think say. the little ones that you untie, right, are sugar babies. And then the one on the stick is the daddy. <laughs> the, that, that's the daddy. I feel like if you started choking on caramel, if you could just hold off long enough, it would dissolve. Yeah, if you just like keep like. <laughs> like that. If you had a little a little space to get some air in, it should be OK. Yeah. Ultimately, there was a time. When I was dating Molly, she tried to drink to to make some caramel on the stove. And it got burnt. And I said, oh, we got to get rid of this. And I poured it in the toilet. And it immediately solidified and like stuck to the toilet bowl. Oh, yeah. And I, I said, no, that'll dissolve over time. And uh, it was kind of blocking things, though. So she stuck Ew. her. So she stuck her hand into the toilet and like pulled it off. And I never. She did? There was nothing in it at the time. but Yeah, but it had been <laughs> in there with other things <laughs> previously, right? I mean, yes, the toilet's yeah. the toilet. Oh, I would, I would not be able to use a toilet that was full of old caramel. I could use it. I wouldn't mind that, but I'm just thinking of her putting her hand in the toilet. Ugh. Oh. Never wanted to hold her hand again. Yeah. This is like, this is clear as day in my brain. It was so disgusting to me. It was so horrific that I can see it as we talk about it. I remember standing there. It's like, you're going to do what? And she didn't put a glove on or anything. Oh my God. And I wish I hadn't watched it. Like knowing that she did it, but not watching it would have been different, but I stood there and watched it. <laughs> so gross. So you had the sugar daddy. That's all you took. Who's handing out no, sugar no, daddies. I took anyway. Reese cups. I took Reese cups and some Twix and, I think, oh, some like little bit of Milky Ways, just like maybe two, not a whole lot. I used to dump out the candy when I would get home from trick-or-treating, organize it. I would break it down into groups and subgroups. So that's most basic. There was good candy and bad candy. Well, we used to, I think candy used to be, the, the options were like real good or real bad. Because remember, I feel like there were a lot more of those like, weird little sort of crunchy peanut butter things. Yeah, there were those, the circus peanuts. Those gross things that Eric likes. Those I fake like circus peanuts. Those too. fake caramel things, they're not real caramel with the cream in the middle. Oh, cow tails? Yeah. I love those too. <laughs> well, to me I would break it into main groups good and bad and then they're from subgroups. Um candy, chocolate candy, and then from there into the individual, just a Kit Kat, Reese's peanut butter cups. And I would mark it all in a journal. I would I, really? I, like a person passing the time in jail and they, they mark the days, the four, and then the, the diagonal line through it to mark five. Mm -hmm. I would keep a running count and then I would check it every day to see if someone had taken something. So I would know one. I just wanted to know how much good stuff I had. I would try to barter the bad stuff with my sisters. And if they said no, then I would just end up taking the stuff I wanted from them anyway. And I always give them the mounds to get the fuck out of here. Well, I like it. Um, 
have you talked about this in therapy? No, why? What's wrong with that? Uh, I don't know if there's anything wrong. Cataloging your candy? There's nothing strange about that? I feel like it, it's similar to the the obsession with marking time. Maybe. But again, I know the way the world works. I know there's parents. I know there's siblings. I know they're going to try to steal, sneak, whatever you want to say. And I want to be able to call them out on their shit. So I need to okay, have documentation. Different. Taking an inventory might be different than like categorizing and categorizing them into groups and subgroups. It was fun. Because you know mm-hmm. how much you get. I like, guess. Look at all this good stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I looked through like I would dig and dig and dig and like sift through it all. But I never had any type of urge to catalog it all. I loved cataloging. It was part of yeah. the fun. Interesting. I looked forward to it every year. I wish I still had my books, like candy catalogs. <laughs> candy catalogs. So, uh, you wanted to talk about Jared's wedding, so you got a few minutes to do it. It was off well, topic. I think people want to hear about it. Do people want to hear about it? Maybe so. I like to think that people listen to our show because they like our show. Maybe some people listen to our show and they have no idea who Jared is. We can, we can still talk about it because I yeah. know that there are plenty of people. I mean, there were people that posted, you know, on their on the Facebook groups. Like, is anybody else bummed, kind of bummed that they don't get to go to the wedding? Yeah, one person posted that. And most people said, nah. <laughs> no, I th- I agree. You know, like when you listen to a show and you're happy for the people, you get to know them and you care about them. It's like you, you know, you want to participate in their lives more than maybe you should. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, I feel I'm the same way. I saw that someone liked my suit, rightly so. Oh my god, everybody loves your suit. Yeah, because it's a good suit. It's a custom suit. Mm-hmm. Made People just are like for me. wow, looking good for for what? Suit. Looking good for what was the oh, rest? Well, one person said something about like faces of radio. Like who who said face for radio? Because we all looked so good. Damn, I missed that one. No, but I, what I meant was um. People were saying that they wanted, somebody said that they were like, I'm going to get a custom suit. Because you look dapper as fuck. I got it from Indochino, which is, there's some, there's some locations in Atlanta. You just go into the store, they give, they do the measurements for free and the suits themselves aren't that expensive. The three piece suit that I had was like $460, which real suit connoisseurs will say. The materials, the fabrics aren't up to par with my Italian suit, which fine. So be it. But okay. for me, I think it's good quality. And I think they look good. I like the styles that they have. I like the ways you can customize the suit. You get to choose a lining, stitching, button color. It's all part of it. And that was part of the reason I was buying suits too, because I I, I think it was just the customization that lured me in. And the fact that they mm. look good because... They were made to fit. I mean, if I continue to eat like shit, then they won't fit soon. But for the time being, <laughs> pretty good. No, it looked really good. Thank you. I would have tried to steal the show if it weren't someone else's wedding. So I didn't know because I'm <laughs> polite. It's not my day. It was really fun. I, um, <clears throat> uh, I, f- I felt, weird in the beginning a little bit uh after this like 
after the ceremony, I think I felt a little funny just because, you know, I think back to my own wedding and just all that stuff. <laughs> and then um, I got some food in me. I was hungry. Maybe I needed some food. Then you cried. Yeah. Yeah. I was crying. Um, and then, yeah. And then the, the dancing started happening and I enjoyed the music and I got some drinks in me and that felt good. And then we all hung out afterwards. I'm so glad we did because that was so much fun. I had such a good time at that really shitty, like, country-ass bar. Uh, I was going to that country-ass bar, walking in, that woman who was outside providing yeah. commentary. Yeah. What was she saying? She was just drunk. Yeah, but she didn't need to call out your friends, like, look at this Asian coming in. It's like, what the well, fuck was said, up like, with that? Well, she said, like, because everyone was in costume, and she had a, my friend had a, like all black on, but she had a skirt with some tall boots or something. And so she said she kind of looked like um like a ninja or something. Well, I think it was a little harsher than that. Did she? I don't. Did she really say something worse than that? Yeah, she did. And I thought it was pretty shitty going in. Oh, uh, well, whatever. Drunk people are like that. Oh, yeah. Just a pass because they're drunk. I mean, sure. Outside of that, fine. There was yeah. the band playing all the hits. It was so much fun. We were dancing. It was a blast. But nothing crazy happened. Everyone thought that there were going to be insane stories to tell. and <laughs> Everyone. One person thought that. But that same person also thinks that if you leave your house, then you're going to get, like, murdered. <laughs> or accused of murder. So uh, there, there are no crazy stories to tell. No. It was, a, it was a blast. You didn't hook up with George? No. Mm -mm. Would you? No, I don't think so. No, not your type. No, too skinny. <laughs> too skinny? <laughs> no, that's not true. I don't know. I just don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't want to get into all that, you know? Well, George. I, I drove George to the bar, the after party bar. And he just uh, took yeah. it upon himself to take a piece of gum. Didn't even ask. I had some of that uh, bubble gum. It wasn't double bubble. I forget what the other brand is called. It's like dark blue and red on the wrapper. Uh-huh. Got it from the Silver Skillet. You ever go to eat the Silver Skillet? No. In Atlanta on 14th Street? Silver 14th Street? Yeah. Silver Skillet? You don't ever eat there, huh? No. This I is, can't even picture where it would be. It's a diner that's been there. It's on the west side of the highway. Oh. Oh, okay. Then no. It's good. It's a good place. It's been there a long time. Oh. And the prices are still fair and the food's very good. But, uh, you know, they have a bunch of candy near the front, including candy cigarettes. Which, <gasps> Fun! Which tastes like Pepto-Bismol. Oh, they do? <laughs> They're not sweeter than that? I always thought they kind of tasted like those sticks in Fun Dip. No, they don't taste like that. Oh. Pepto-Bismol, I think, is wintergreen. I think that's the flavor, of, which is a very good flavor. Pepto-Bismol is wintergreen? Yeah. No, Pepto-Bismol? Yes. No, Pepto-Bismol is not wintergreen. It's not minty. It's it's yes it is. No. <laughs> yes it is. It used to I think it used to contain actual wintergreen. And now it's synthetic. Oh, my God. L.A. Times. We bet you have no idea why Pepto-Bismol is mint flavored. 
See? People don't think they don't put it together because it's pink. But it's actually a very delicious tasting medication. And if I I don't like it. If it were an actual drink, I would drink it. I would buy it. No, you would not. Yeah, if they had a Pepto Bismol flavored milkshake, I would buy the fucker. It's not that gross. It is gross. This is not like saying Dimetap. Now that's disgusting. No, Dimetap's delicious. Now that's disgusting. <gasps> Dimetap is delicious. I remember wanting more Dimetap. The grape or the, the yeah. Ugh. Gag City. Oh, it was the best because so many other like cough medicines were so like just so intense. Ugh. Pepto, the only medicine I like. So the candy cigarettes, I think, are also a wintergreen type flavor. And Christina doesn't like Pepto-Bismol either. And, and she liked the candy cigarettes. And I made the connection. I, was, did, I wasn't trying to ruin them for her. I was trying to get her to like Pepto. But I don't think either happened. Meaning I didn't ruin them. Which I'm happy I didn't ruin the candy cigarettes. But I also didn't get her to like Pepto. I'm just oh surprised. I'm just surprised that they still sold the candy cigarettes. It seems like one of those things that have been outlawed a long time ago. Parents like, how dare you? Well, we you don't want to, to encourage lure my children. I mean, listen, it's true. You don't want to. You don't want to put candy. smoking in a good light. Come on, give me a. It's nothing like smoking. No, but it it does make it look like smoking's fun and cool. But we all Let's used to pretend anyway when we were kids. You pick up a stick off the twig off the ground when it was cold, and you pretend you were smoking. Yeah, but but no one's no one's walking around being like, ah, oh, cool. Like, your parents aren't buying you sticks to pretend they're cigarettes. I'm just saying the kids pretend to do things. It doesn't automatically equate to them doing that thing. Listen, I found this thing on Quora. They said, it's not winter green and it's not cherry, despite what others have said. If you actually take the challenge to try. This is someone writing it. This is some person who doesn't know shit. Quora. How many posts? Because I've done. You're going to trust the L.A. Times. You're going to trust Quora. What are they saying it is? Well, now, uh, no, never mind. No, go, go. God, this is not an attack on you. It's an attack on the person who's claiming to be the expert. It's not wintergreen and it's not cherry. If you took the time, yeah, no, it says, <laughs> if you actually take the, uh, uh, if you actually take the challenge to try Lifesavers wintergreen, you'll see instantly that the two do not taste anything alike. The flavor of that is tea berry, the berry of the Western wintergreen, not its leaves, which constitute the flavor we know as wintergreen. Adams makes a tea berry chewing gum. Try that if you can find it. I think Cracker Barrel Country Store carries it and you'll immediately recognize the flavor. So maybe it is from the same tree, the wintergreen tree, but the leaves taste that minty it's still, something. It's still mint flavored. It's not wintergreen. Pepto-Bismol is still mint flavored. I don't think so. It is. It is mint flavored. Surprise. There's the cherry version too. So, you know, you got to make sure you get the original. Oh, maybe I own, maybe I've never had the original. Cause there is a cherry flavor. I haven't had that one. Cause then I lose the delicious taste. I don't want the mm. cherry one. They should make candy. They do make the chewables. That's what I would have handed out for Halloween. <laughs> I took some Tums before I came in because I was having heartburn. 
You could eat Tums all day. They're not going to hurt you. Just delicious calcium. Just <laughs> Why does that make heartburn go away then? I'm tempted to look it up, but I'm not. I know. It's too much researching on the show and just us Googling things. Tempted to look it up, but I'm not. But okay. So anything else? You got anything else? It was a good wedding. You enjoyed the wedding. You had a good time. It was nice. Yes, I really enjoyed meeting Christina. I really like her a lot. Mm, I know. You turned her against me. Maybe go to the after party. I did not. She wanted to go to the after party. I didn't make her do anything. That's all she wanted to do. We were going to go home. And then. And I think it's important that you guys came because I think it was it was really nice to have her and uh, Chris Lynn, Nick's girlfriend, up in the hotel room. We had this like really nice girl talk time. It was really nice. We bonded. What'd you talk and about? And then just all kinds of shit. Like what? And then I'm not going to tell you. Why not? She can tell you. No, you tell me. No, we just talked about like feelings and thoughts and ideas and everything. On what? Relationships. Hmm. And I don't remember what else, but Chrislyn <laughs> and I really um, connect on that level. She's really cool. <laughs> I don't remember. I forgot. Why well, don't? It was like it was a fluid conversation. We just talked and talked and talked and it was awesome. And then um, I'm really glad that you guys all came and that we all went because you know pe- this only happens once for people and we get to see each other so many times in life and i think it's important to participate in life and i think it, i'm i'm really glad you guys came because we all got to have moments and memories together it was nice it's always nice to hang out with everyone from the show too yeah with everyone being apart and especially over right. the past few years and Eric's refusal to come out for the most part. You don't see him outside of the radio station. Right. Unless yeah. it's a, an event. like a, And even that, a I mean, the wedding was the event and he wouldn't hang out after that. It's like, okay. Yeah, and he still stayed pretty late. That wasn't like Tim who snuck off immediately. Yeah, it's lame. <laughs> yeah, but it's also very fitting. That's what he does. Yeah, it's true. So maybe it would have been nice if he hung around, but, you know. I don't know what he would have thought of the after party. He would have gotten, he would have had fun. Anyway, we can talk about it off air. (laughs) All right. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you again to everyone who sent us, you know, little bits of money and even more than little bits of money. Sent you. I mean, it it is very nice. Yeah, it was really kind, really generous. I really appreciate it. What was that cash app again? Try to get more. You may as well try to get more. Auto Pritz, A-U-T-O-P-R-I-T-T-S. Put a little dollar sign in the beginning of it for Cash App. Last time it was Donate because to the show. it was our 200th show, so it made sense to me. <laughs> now yeah. it's going to do it every time. Send all the money. She needs the money. <laughs> anyway, thank you, everybody. Please support our sponsor, HoffandPepper.com. You can get some hot sauce from them for 15% off. Use our code ONETOPIC15. And uh, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.